From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. I'm Christopher Norton, Director of Marketing, and I am joined today by Johnny Sanquist, the founder of Three Crowns Copywriting and Marketing. Johnny, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Christopher. Happy to be here. I feel like this is a long time coming. We've we've wanted to get together at conferences and yeah. always ended up putting client interests first, so I'm glad that we finally get a chance to have this conversation today. Yeah, um, absolutely. In the, in the previous podcast that, that I did with Manish, where we talked about sort of the top ideas for marketers this year, um, there, there are two things that I mentioned in that podcast that I want to talk about today. The first of which is sort of this idea that, that when you can't afford to hire a CMO, what do you do? And one of the things that we suggested was find people in this industry who are uniquely talented at helping advisors with their given craft. And that one of those people is you. So I'm, I'm excited to have you here because, first of all, I've known you for a decade. It's definitely a decade. Um, now, yeah. I've, I've had it. We, we work together on things at Orion. We've worked together on, in, in agency types of yeah. settings and then directly with advisors. Yeah. And, um, the, the thing that I've always appreciated about you is big firm, independent advisor. You, you have this ability to really dig in and understand their voice and, the uniqueness of the way they establish relationships with their clients and, and how to articulate that um, in, in written word, in media, in social media. And, and that's what I want to get to today because we, we talk a lot about the importance of establishing a unique voice. Don't sound like everyone else. And I've said that. I've said that on this podcast. I've heard, I've heard you say it. I've heard you say it in, in webinars. I've said it in things that you quoted me in uh, that you've written for your blog. Yes. Um, but but what I want to get to today, as I as I swap my microphone here, um, is that sounds great and it is sage advice. But beyond telling someone to be yourself, establishing your voice in your blog, on social media, in written word. Yeah. How? How does somebody even begin to think about that in an, in an, in an intentional way? Right. That's a big question, man. Attack, you want to tackle that in like 20 minutes? This is what we do here on the Conquer Risk podcast. We ask the big questions. The big questions of life going to answer it all we're going to do it um yeah i mean that's the question so, everybody it, wants to know is, is how do you everybody wants to know and so it's not that complicated maybe just like from way. a process standpoint kind of how you yeah yeah it was basically like i did in the last <laughs> podcast let's work work ourselves out of a job yeah um absolutely but but just yeah just kind of take us through the process of of how you begin to sort of build yeah. a structure around how you do that. Right, right. Uh, before I say that, what you just said, like, talk yourself out of the job. 
what a great summary of inbound marketing, right? <laughs> like, it's it's a joke, Seriously. but that's the like that's the idea. It's just give freely, open handed, give people advice, give them knowledge, give them financial education, and when they realize they need somebody to work with, then they come to you. It's the same for for everybody, but that's what we're doing here, right? It is, and and I I have always believed that the mark of any good leader is that you should be able to vanish one day and the work continue. Yeah, absolutely. So that that translates down to being a marketer, to being an advisor. Mm -hmm. You you should be training your people and your clients in such a way where it's not that you're working yourself out of a job, it's that the mission continues. So Right. Okay, so let's talk about voice. Where do you start? That's kind of the key, the key question, right? Um, yep. I think that you've got to understand, uh, we keep throwing this word around, what is voice? I think let's tackle that first. Uh, the easiest way that I try to describe a brand voice to people I work with is literally think about your speaking voice and how you talk mm. and how you operate. Because that brings it back to authenticity and grounds that a little bit uh, more in some tangible things for people. So what I try to get people to think about is that when someone's reading something you've written or when they're watching you in a video or uh, whatever other kind of medium you choose, if you're posting things on social media, that's your it's your brand voice coming out through your company, right? Or if it's your personal accounts, but you're representing your company, you're still taking on that professional voice. But there shouldn't be a divide between who you personally are and who you are professionally. You're the same person no matter where you are. And there can be some variance in how you behave because of social constructs and expectations, right? But at the core, if you're writing something for your company and someone's reading that, the, the feeling that they should take away from it should be the same as if they're talking to you in person. So I really try to get people to understand that authenticity just means being the same pe person regardless of where you are, regardless of who you're with. And I think, having that come out. I think that's brilliant advice. And um, we, we can pick on Potomac here, and, and I'll just, for full disclosure, say that Johnny and I worked together when uh, Potomac did a little refresh of their brand and messaging at the beginning of 2019, launched the new website last summer, um, and, and that conversation, what you just laid out, is one that we had with Potomac. Right. Um, and, and we made the point where, if you watch this podcast, you know our owner and CIO, Manish, has a very distinctive, um, dare I say somewhat unfiltered voice. And I saw that as an asset for the company to be distinct. It's not what Absolutely. I think everybody should do, but it's Potomac. And there is no reason to have Manish 
get out there and say, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And then turn around and be like, we don't think that that made a lot of sense. Like, that's just yeah. not... That's just not who the organization is, and there's no reason to pretend not to be. Absolutely. Now, that's not giving everybody advice to, to necessarily be that that distinctive or or brash. Right. But but it's it's true to the firm. Yeah. And I think that that it, it's a it's a bold example, but it's an it's an accurate one. I, th I think it's great because again, it's just a reflection of Manisha's personality. So you know, like you read you read a blog Manisha's, and then you meet the guy in person, and those two things sync up perfectly. But some people are more timid. Some people are more reserved. Some people have like super weird senses of humor. Um, and <laughs> some people like don't like make jokes at all. All those things uh, build up to form your personality and your voice when you are creating. And and all of those things matter in a way that I think a lot of advisors don't think about yeah. because they think, oh, well, I can't put a sense of humor in my writing. That's not professional or I can't do this. Well, but think about the way you built your relationships with your clients. Exactly. They got to know you. Yeah. However they got to know you and whatever you they saw is the basis for how you should create your persona. Mm -hmm. And I think... FinTwit or financial Twitter for those of you who aren't as plugged into it and, and, and should be yeah. um, is, a, is a place where you really see that shine yeah. where you see people not be afraid to show who they are mm -hmm. and and I think that that has had a positive impact on the industry as a whole because it has changed the perception of suit and tie, mahogany desk has to be the answer to everything. Like, right. if you're that guy or or gal, be that person, right? Absolutely. But if you're not, yeah. don't pretend that you are. Right. I, I think that's the problem that people run to run into when they're trying to cultivate that voice and how they want to present themselves is either they, they water it down, like maybe in person, they are that brash sort of like no right. bullshit type of personality, but they have this fear that if they present that in a professional sense, like this is what you're going to get when you work with our firm, they're afraid that they're going to turn people off from that. If they present it in that outward manner in their communications. Uh, and then the other side of things, you've got people who create a false voice because they're just trying to, be someone that they're not like they they have somebody they look up to like you know right. josh brown or somebody big like that that they see what he does in social they see what he does right. on his blog and they're like i want to be that so they try to emulate it but that's not who they are either so you run into kind of these two paths that you can go down instead of that middle path which is just embracing who you are what you're like and making sure that that's actually conveyed in the communications that you send out. Right. So, assuming you can do that, which is, it's not, I think it's fair to say that that isn't something that just happens. Right, um, yeah. Cultivating that voice in, 
in your written content, in, in things that you're putting out, in media, even the way you speak in front of a crowd. Yeah. That, that is something that is genuinely cultivated. Right. Not, not just a switch that gets flipped. Um, yeah. But, but important that people keep that in their minds that that's what they're working towards. Yeah. So if, if that's been accepted, if, if, if people understand, okay, I, I understand I need to be myself, I need to let my personality shine in what I do, what, what are actionable steps that people can take to start working that into, mm -hmm. if that's if that's if that's the if that's the understanding of how, let's talk about the how from an from an action item standpoint. What yeah. what are things that people should be thinking about as they begin creating content mm -hmm. to bring that in? Well, I always try to stack things for people, so build foundationally, build layers. So one of the first exercises I go through. I work with clients is to create kind of like a communication style book for them. Um, mm. And what we do with the voice is we have those conversations like, okay, we're going to set up guardrails. We're going to set up, um, we're going to define some keywords about who we are and our communication style. Like maybe we want to be super educational with all of our content. We want to bring like this, PhD level information to people. So in our content, our voice, our voice needs to present this very experienced expert educator type. But then the flip side, we also identify what we don't want to drift into. So we don't want to drift into this pedantic right. kind of voice. So we don't want to sound like we're being super instructional and very dry, like we're the professor who's reading off of the PowerPoint for 60 minutes. Had a lot of those in college. Um, you know, we want I, to be I literally walked into a financial presentation one time in a room of probably 1500 people. Yeah. And the guy started by saying, I've got 45 minutes and 65 slides, so buckle up. <laughs> and I was like, I just got up and left cuz I was like, nope. But what if nope. What if the 65 slides were all pictures? That's how you should um, be building your slides. That is how you should be building your slides. They, they, the words were so small I couldn't read them on okay. slide one. Okay. So he didn't give me. He didn't. Okay. He didn't earn my interest in slide two. You got the eight point font going on. How many words can we put on this slide? Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. That's. It's it's a bit off topic, but but an important note. In, and I don't want to get into gets, design because we're talking too, about voice, but it is voice. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't think people think about that. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, and the thing about that, that gets into one of the other foundational things I talk about when I work with people, is I want them to think about what sort of emotions and feelings they want people to have when they are receiving communications from them. I think people don't, first of all, that helps you get into an other's mindset so that when you're writing or filming videos, you're always thinking about what is the person receiving it going to take away from it? And it should be yeah. uh, some sort of emotional reaction when it's done best, um, right? Like the very best Apple commercials are never the commercials where they just show the phone. It's like the Christmas commercials where you've got 
the granddaughters. They show the impact of the phone, yeah. not the device itself. So if you're not, yeah. you don't watch that and think, wow, I need an iPhone because I can Instagram some cool pictures on it. You're thinking like, well, I need right. an iPhone because I feel uplifted right now. And yeah. it's going, I'm going to connect with my loved one better as a result of it. So right. always that emotional impact. Like what, what do we want people to feel? Like when, when I see people, uh, when I have people reading my content, like I want it to, I want them to feel how I would want them to feel if I was interacting with them in person. So I want them to come away from that engagement feeling optimistic. I want them to find some humor in it. So I, I always try to look for opportunities to like make jokes and, and just bring some levity to what's going on. And those are the types of things that you can structure your voice around. You can ask yourself, you can read a piece that you wrote and say, are there opportunities here where, where I brought some humor or some levity? Am I being optimistic or am I being a rain cloud? Because if you're being that rain cloud and you want to be somebody who's optimistic, like maybe you're giving bad news, but you can do it in a way that's not just going to like have somebody read it and just feel it's, wrecked, right? So those are things it, you can really it's a, It's at. an important important point and and one of the things that i think is interesting that people talk a lot about behavioral investing and i understand that behavior goes deeper than emotion Mm -hmm. but we don't talk about the behavioral side of the impact of the work and how that is an important tool of marketing and how people's emotions and their behaviors impact the way they respond Mm -hmm. to the way they are marketed to and I think yeah. our industry tends to focus so much on the the financial aspect of it and mm-hmm. less about the impact of the financial. And yeah. I understand that's that's the world that advisors live in, but I think that's a really important thing that people should hold on to when they're thinking about building their voice yeah. is that, that impact side. Yeah. And I think that that is having a slow turnover. Right? We, we all talk mm-hmm. like daily about how the advisor's core value prop is not investment management anymore. Now it's financial planning and advice and right. the whole thing. And when you right. are focused on that your core value to someone is just conversations and advice and guiding them towards using their money as a tool to achieve whatever goals that they have, and that becomes a lot easier to get into their lives and speak right. into you know those frustrations and pains and emotions that they're having and how you can help. Which is ultimately about about showing the value, right? Absolutely. It all comes back to that. Well, thank you, Johnny, so much for joining us on the podcast today. I feel like this was a very insightful kind of breaking down of not just that you need to establish a voice, but but how you go around building a structure around implementing, um, you know, your distinctive voice in yeah. into the way that you market. Um, I do not want to neglect our recommendations on this podcast, as we sometimes yeah. do with guests. No, so sure. I'll lead. Um, I'm I'm going to I'm going to geek out for a minute here okay. and say that my strong recommendation uh is to watch Star Trek Picard. Um I mentioned it in 
uh, I, I think in the show notes of, of one that we did before, but, but, but not on camera. Okay. Um, you don't have to be a fan of anything Star Trek to appreciate this show. It is so unique in that you have an 80-year-old as the show lead, and it is, it is such a unique, thoughtful, um, really strong, character-driven kind of a show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everything is kind of going to big and action and flashy, and, and I enjoy that too, and it's fun. Um, but but just, just the, the approach of this show is so different. If, if you are a Star Trek fan, everything that came before it makes this that much better. Yeah. Um, but if you're not, it's... It's it's still just a super super good show. So uh, you have to be a CBS All Access member to see it, which of course is its own subscription fee. Um, but it's worth it. It's worth the six dollars uh, for the price of admission. The great thing about subscription services is you can always just grab it for a month and watch the show and then binge the show and get out. It. Yeah, absolutely. My name Patrick Stewart. Uh -huh. Such a good actor. Stewart. So what do you got? What do you got for us? Recommendation? Okay. Well, you know what? Since you started us down like the sci-fi uh, sort of genre trip, I will stay within the sci-fi fantasy sort of feel. And I'm going to recommend a show on Apple TV Plus called Mythic Quest. You heard of this? I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's hilarious. Is it, it's is awesome. it good? It's from the uh, creators of... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, so it's and that level the, of humor. One of Got the it. Stars from that show, isn't it? Um, it? Yeah, it's about. It's almost like a um, an office or Parks and Rec style without the okay. uh, without the cutaway okay. confessional type of thing. But it's 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 a workplace humor show. But the workplace that they're in is a video game production company, and so it's just. If you're into gaming or technology or like software development programming, like any of those sorts of things, it delves into just the ridiculousness of of, of all those things. Um, that's, that sounds right up my up my my nerd alley. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's 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 got a great cast. Very cool. I recommend it. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us on the podcast this week. I will include in the show notes a link to Johnny's uh, social media profiles as well as his website so you can check out his work and connect with him. And we'll see you again next time. Thanks. Thanks, Christopher. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.